Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. We discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Hello, Phil. Howdy doody, Phil. How Hello. are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm all right. Excellent. I'm all right. It's been a, it's been a good week. It's been um, a, an energetic week, let's say. <laughs> you look like you're buzzing there. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I have been doing some different meditations using uh, alpha and theta uh, sound waves. So going Brilliant. into that going into that hip, so hypnotic meditations, really. So just using those frequencies. And actually, I've been doing that a few times this week. Um, and it's really having a, a, quite an effect, Good. let's say. That's what we like to hear. So I like to try different things like that. So I'm coming away from um, the guided meditations as mm. such, more so, um, because I find that that's still doing um, and I'm trying to come away from doing meditations and just trying to being more be in more just being meditations yeah. with with no agenda meditations with no agenda. Mm. So I, trust I, in the soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find the frequency ones work better for me rather than a guided meditation as well. Yeah, Phil, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Spot on. Although I did do, um, I took a group of people out the other Thursday for um, we did it before um, summer solstice. Um, we went to a small doll, a small stone circle doll tour in Derbyshire. Was that last for, week? For, yeah, last Thursday, yeah, mm. for the sunset. Um, and we manifested that sun to come out for us because it was actually quite a, a miserable day, wasn't it, mm. weather-wise? Yeah. Um, but for the sunset, that sun blasted through. It was absolutely divine, really special evening, so we did some drumming there. So. Oh, lovely. What about oh, yourselves? How have, you, how have you both felt the energies recently for the full moon the the solar the the eclipse that we've had mm. as well we've had everything going on again haven't we mm. well i'm normally quite energetic but i think it knocked me out last night so i slept right the way through which is unusual for me during the the new moons and the super moons and everything so mm. quite enjoyed that because my sleeping pattern has been a bit erratic lately yeah mm. Glenn's been Glenn's been up north again. Ah. I have, yeah. Um, I've been quite busy over the last uh, past week. Uh, lots of spiritual work, um, teaching, readings, and coaching, and things like that. But uh, something that I'm really excited about—a new venture for me—is I'm doing um, an online course as well. So I've just been filming for that, and it's about raising your vibrations. So there's uh, six parts to this course. And with each part comes uh, a task, a bit of homework, if you like, mm -hmm. for the uh, the viewer, listener or reader to take part in. So I've been putting together that course. Uh, like I say, it's a new venture for me, so I'm very excited. Hopefully it will uh, be well received when it is released. And um, yeah, so 
I'm I'm very well. In terms of the energy shifts, uh, for me, um, I've just been feeling lots and lots of energy in abundance, to be honest. Um, I haven't felt drained other than I think it was last night. After last night, I did feel a little mm. bit drained. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I had a lie-in this morning, and that's not like me because I'm normally up out mm. and walking. So mm. I must have needed it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I felt last night. Yeah. yeah, I've also made some big major shifts within my business to change the business model. So I've taken the step beyond into the unknown and feel really good for making that decision. Good. So, so some really big changes, Julie. Yeah, Absolutely. We are going across the pond again Ooh, for this episode. Excellent. And I'm so excited. And let's get on. Let's get on. Um, I would love to introduce... Um, a very special person from Canada, um, a life coach, a healer, a podcaster, a fellow podcaster with WTF Spiritual Journey, um, founder of TSW Life Coaching, so Trust, Strength and Wisdom Life mm -hmm. Coaching. Um, and I found a lovely, a lovely quote of this person as well. And it said, love. The best way I can think to describe Tara and her live coaching sessions. So that's beautiful. It is. it is. So please welcome Tara Stricker. Welcome, Tara. Welcome, Tara. Thank you. What a lovely reception. I'm very <laughs> excited to be with you guys. Um, I think we'll have a great conversation. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Tara, how have you felt? So um, obviously... <laughs> How have you felt? We've, I know we've previously just talked about it, but how have you been with the, um, the with the strawberry moon energies and the energies recently? I think I could say um, I fit with what all three of you said. <laughs> so I've found it very um, roller coastery or flip floppy. I've gone from like highs to like feeling euphoric to fully releasing things. Um, I had a Reiki session and I had, it was really powerful, but then knocked me out. And <laughs> so it's been, uh, it's been an up and down week all for the greater good. And I get that. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of yeah. riding the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. About the other side. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having a look. Yeah, at... it's. Sorry. Sorry, sorry go ahead. I was, I've been having a look at the, um, what the, the things that you offer um soul alignment sessions oracle card readings flower essence healing energy release point clearing belief energy reprogramming and i'm fascinated mm. i'm fascinated by what you do tara so i'm hoping to get into that in this episode and talk a little bit about that later as well about what you do so absolutely and i used all of that this week too um it definitely helps me with that roller coastering you know, when I'm down, it, there's some healing that needs to take place. And so it really helps kind of, it helps me a lot. So I use it for myself all the time. Mm. I feel so blessed to have it as a tool. Definitely. Mm. So where do we start? Let's Ooh. start <laughs> at, at, at the very beginning is a good place to start. Definitely. So I suppose we I, should talk about Tara. We should talk about your journey you your think? journey and yeah. and how you're let's talk about how your you awakening okay so um 
When did well, it start? I feel like I've been on several. Um, but I think probably the biggest and the biggest catalyst was the sudden passing of my husband. I'd always considered myself spiritual. Um, but I guess I would, from what I am now compared to what I was, um, yeah, I would say I was maybe like the go to church at Christmas time kind of spiritual before. Um, but now I am like fully embracing that part of me. Um, and it's always kind of been, I was a social worker for 20 years and it's always been a part of who I was, but it was a part that was definitely denied and hidden because of course in social work and you don't really talk about that stuff. Mm. Um, and you don't really go to those depths. And so I liked my work cause I loved helping people, but it definitely, um, I felt very restricted in it. And I felt like I could, you know, couldn't talk about belief systems, couldn't talk about energy patterns and mm. all of that stuff, but I was comfortable and I got comfortable. Um, and I was, like I said, I didn't hate it, but I definitely felt my hands were tied, but I was doing good. So I was okay yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Then when my husband got sick, um, that was a catalyst that was like, yeah, no, I really need to step into mm-hmm. what's true for me. And it really was um, literally on his deathbed. He had always wanted to train dogs. Yeah. And he left a career in the army and was scared when he left because he'd been in for 24 years. And so he couldn't envision like starting his own business, couldn't envision, you know, not having the security of um, like a full-time job. And so literally on his deathbed, he's like, I wish I would have done what I always wanted to do. And that just hit me like a ton of bricks. Still gets me emotional. I got some full moon energy flowing in here. (laughs) Um, Understandable. But, um, but it really like, it hit me like a ton of bricks because that's exactly how I kind of went through my whole life with social work. It was good, but it wasn't everything that I could be. And so his passing, um, gave me that space to reconnect with myself, I guess, um, is the best way to say it. And I call it coming home to the truth of who I was. And that's what I help clients with. And just really reconnecting um, spiritually. Um, My gifts are still coming on board and online. And I'm still kind of following where I'm being led and new things pop up all the time. But that's kind of been my journey. And um, it's uh, what Phil had said about being, that's kind of my newest thing is just really being being challenged to completely surrender um I get to a level of surrender and I'm like hey this is surrendering then it's like oh no the universe shows me something else it's like (laughs) okay I can surrender more apparently (laughs) keep going (laughs) the same as you Tara I'm I'm really trying to let go of and it's it's like an attachment somebody said and actually it's like an attachment to outcomes. Um, and Absolutely. Be, yeah. And so yeah. being attached to outcomes creates anxiety mm. in life, doesn't oh. it? Yeah. Absolutely. I've noticed for me um, expectations, even if they're good expectations. So even if it's like something hopeful or, you know, something good that, but anytime I have an expectation, it's like, 
like you said, that causes anxiety. It causes, it moves me into that. Okay. I need to do something to make this happen. And it moves me out of that being in flow and allowing and accepting and going where I'm being directed. And it makes me, it puts, it makes me want to go in the driver's seat and then that causes things to move out of flow and then everything goes not well. Yeah. yeah. Do you expect too much of yourself as well? Because I know for me, um, it's expecting expectations of self. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which brings, usually brings on the cycle of um, like self doubt and self judgment and like the whole spiral of, not nice things. Uh, um, and like I said, that just so easily takes me out of flow and out of being in alignment and um, puts me in a not good place. And that's kind of that roller coastering again. But the more you recognize that, the more you can kind of go, okay, no, this doesn't feel right. And then you kind of retrace and go, okay, that's where it was. Oh, I had an expectation and yeah. I pushed it and I moved yeah. out of acceptance. It's breaking the being. cycle, isn't it? Bra breaking the pattern. Of that expectation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was reading about... And they're so... Sorry, sorry, sorry again. Go I was yeah. going to say, they're so sneaky, the patterns. Like, I feel I'm pretty self-aware. And then there'll be something that comes up and I'm like, well, there's a pattern that I didn't realize I had. <laughs> because it's just, they happen so fast. Because mm -hmm. they're just so on autopilot that, you know... It takes, it's not till kind of the end of it that I'm like, where did that come from? And then you kind of go back, like I said, and retrace and go, okay, yeah, there was a trigger and <laughs> there was a pattern. Yeah. And so it's, it's pretty, I find it really interesting. And that's why I love working with people too, because it's just so interesting. People are just interesting. <laughs> yeah. I've got to ask you that. All right. Um, the first session that you did with uh, a client where you embrace that spiritual side of yourself and you allow that to play a role within the session. How did that feel for you? Oh, uh, when I allow, I feel amazing is all I can yeah. say. It is so, I feel so just connected. I feel, um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Like my mind shuts off and it's really different for me because I worked a lot with clients in social work Yeah, and I'd leave, um, you know, like I'd leave an appointment with a client and I would, and that was my life in social work. I would never stop thinking about it. And I was like, Oh, what can I do? What can I do? I need to do more, you know, and that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. And with my clients that I work with now, I just, I'm in such a good place that it, when they, when the session's over, it's over. Yeah. And I know that we got what needed to be done in that session. And it's just, it's so amazing because like, I mean, in social work, I would spend, you know, my weekends answering texts from clients because yeah. they always went into crisis mode or, mm. you know, I'd be looking for one of my teen clients who had run away or, you know, and all of that. And it wow. was this constant um, feeling like I needed to do more and I just put this together right now, <laughs> but because I'm being fully authentic and using all parts of my gifts, yeah, I feel like I'm doing enough at, you know, when the session ends. So it's just, it's a beautiful exchange. It's more That's fulfilling, true. isn't it? Mm. You're, you're in more control as well, being able to use your talents and your gifts there as well, you know, where, with the social Absolutely care. more fulfilling and more trusting. 
Yeah. And the feedback from your, your new clients then, I bet you've noticed a difference with that, you know, uh, not only facially, but with their body language after the session with you as well. Well, and that, and I've noticed that um, because I took that energy of needing to be the hero, needing to save them away and yeah. just trusting that they know what's right for them. And it, my job is not to tell them what's right for them. My job is to tap them into themselves. Yeah. And so the, it's such an empowering feeling. Um, and so a lot of my clients do leave empowered. And um, I take it as a big compliment that, you know, when they come back, the next time they come back, they're like, okay, you'll be so proud of me. I, um, like, I heard you in my head when this happened. And they'll say a situation happened. Mm, and it'll be fantastic. like, and then I ask myself, you know, where's this coming from? What's the feelings underneath this? And I'm like, and I'm fine to hold that space for them. I mean, I know it's my voice they're hearing, which ultimately is, it's them. Yeah. Um, but they're thinking along that way, which is huge. And I mean, that's how they continue to grow and learn. And that's the goal of my coaching is not to, that they need me, is to teach them the tools that they can do it on their own. Uh, it's a tremendous responsibility, though, from your perspective, you know, because you've got, although you're allowing them to find their own uh, space, their own genius within them, you still have to shepherd them to that direction. Guiding so, them. So in a way, you're you're moving past all the uh, the trauma and the negativity. So with that, there's a great responsibility on your shoulders. How do you cope with that within your work? Um. Like I said, I compared to the social work part of me, um, when I did that, that felt like a great responsibility. Okay. And this, there is just such a trusting, um, trusting space for myself and with spirit that I know what comes out is what needs to come out. Um, I know that they're exactly where they're meant to be and that I've done what I can do. Um, I love the healing work. Um, I love the recognition that they get and the healing yeah. that comes from like doing the flower essences and things like that. And just the huge shifts that you can make when we do like energetic releases um, or we do the belief system changes. I, it, it just, it feels right. And it feels, it doesn't feel like pressure or um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Can we talk mm. about the flower essences? Because it yes. sounds really interesting yeah. and yeah. lovely. So how do you incorporate how do you incorporate that into healing? Is it um a tincture or is it is it sort of an oil? What would you use? Um no, it's completely energetic. Okay. And so I use the Bach flower essences. Yeah. Um and so in a soul alignment session it's just it's um because I do just healing sessions with the flower essences, where usually seven to ten kind of come up, but I have no control um, what comes up. Mm -hmm. And in the soul alignment, we just kind of go with spirit and what's coming in. So sometimes I may do a couple, sometimes I may do none. It depends on what's what's coming up. But what they are is I use the box flower essences, and um, if you are familiar with them at all, yes, there's a mm -hmm. reference book. And there's yeah. about, I would say, 200 maybe essences mm -hmm. that um, Dr. Bach figured out. Um, and each of them kind of have the specific vibration is the best way to hold it. Yeah. Um, 
So they help us with certain soul issues. And so within the reference book, um, we go to first the soul issue. And so the soul issues are numerous and plenty. There's probably about 150 of them. Everything from abuse to blame to um, catalyst, breakthrough, mother and mothering, shock, anything pretty much you can imagine. And so that's kind of the soul issue that it helps deal with. And then under each of those soul issues, there'll be several flower essences that help with kind of an area under that. So if the area is like confident, there's some that'll help with uh, feelings of low self-worth. There's some that'll help with feelings of self-doubt. There's some that will help with um, getting your communication skills. So um, mind, heart and communication connected so that you can speak your truth. Um, so kind of all different areas within a soul issue. Yeah. And what comes up for clients is pretty much exactly what is needed. Um, well, it is exactly what's needed for them. And I find a lot of clients, um, when I read through kind of the longer explanation of the flower essence, um, some get really emotional because they're like, that is exactly what I've been feeling. I just haven't been able to put into words. So it's really beautiful in the fact that it does mind, body, and soul because your mind gets to get the words. um, And a lot of the soul, um, a lot of the flower essences do physical healing as well because the physical, they're all tied together, right? Um, And then it helps heal wounds. It helps heal inner child stuff and everything. And so when I do it with clients, um, we get the flower essence that comes up for them. And then we just, we say a statement. Um, we ask it to come in. We ask it to assist us with whatever we kind of sticks out to us in the um, reading about the flower essence. Yeah. And then we just ask it to stabilize within us. Yeah, that's good. I'm familiar with the rescue mm. remedy. Um, the oh, yes. Yeah, it's a really good one, isn't it? <laughs> It is very good. And the thing is, is like you can buy the essences and I tell my clients this too. um, But when we bring it in energetically, we don't need to take it physically. So um, like you could even bring rescue remedy in the way I do it. You could bring it in and then you don't even need to take it. Although it is nice to take too. (laughs) It's nice that one actually. Yeah. (laughs) I took them a few years ago and I thought they were lovely. So uh, yeah, it sounds amazing. They are. um, Yeah so powerful yet very subtle yeah um they're not like like i know like i said i had a reiki session this week and it was super powerful and kind of knocked me out um the flower essences can do that um an interesting one i just did a live uh healing session with another friend of mine and it was i didn't say anything till kind of a few minutes on but she did one and she felt the energy move through her throat mm-hmm. and through the right. whole session, she'd had allergies and been coughing. And then it was about two minutes after she brought the flower essence in and hadn't coughed in that whole two minutes. And so things like that are just beautiful. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, spirit gives us exactly what we need. And so it was it, like powerful, but subtle Great, <laughs> is yeah. all I can say about them. Yeah, then there's the, your energy release point healing. Did I hear on the, the list there? I'm yes, trying yeah. to remember. How does that work? So, Tara? 
those are um, the acupressure points yeah. that oh, go along meridians. the meridians. Yeah. And each of those, I have a reference for that one too, um, that was written by one of my spiritual teachers. Um, and each of those kind of have soul issues. I don't like calling it issues, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, soul issues tied to it. And so what we do is kind of the same with fire essences, whatever um, acupressure point comes up on whatever meridian yeah. um, or energy release channel. And then we kind of, I read through the description and whatever stands out to you. And then we just release it and we unblock that. So it would almost be like um, acupuncture, yeah. but doing it energetically because mm-hmm. it, it's just unblocking that. So the energy can flow properly again. Yeah. Good. There's also the uh, belief energy reprogramming that you do, Tara, as well. That sounds fascinating. Well, and that one is um, because we all have beliefs and we have programming that we get from childhood, from yeah. past lives, if you believe in that, yeah. from, um, from, from our culture. Yes. And We've- so that's kind of the autopilot that we go on. And so if a belief system comes up, I, I know a lot of work you can do like in the mind with belief systems. But the thing is, is they also attach us energetically and they hold energy within our body. Yeah. And so when we do it, we release it from our energy body and our energy fields as well as our physical body. So it's kind of like getting it right, cleared out. At, like completely cleared out and then we rewrite and we bring in a new belief system so yeah. if the belief is um say i'm not enough which is a common belief for a lot of people like they're not good enough they're not smart enough whatever variety that may be yeah um we clear that out and we clear it out energetically so it's almost like um well it's like clearing off the chalkboard so that's gone and then we reprogram with whatever you want. So I am smart enough. I'm good enough. Whatever words kind of align with what you feel. Um, and then we reprogram you. So we just bring that new program in. And it's, it's really interesting to do um, belief system changes because the belief systems are kind of our foundation. And you can completely feel it when you've released one. Your body feels kind of shaky for a couple of days and you're kind of like, it feels like you're on, if you've ever, I don't know, I think you have over there, but a carnival where they, the fun houses with the fours that shake. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Kind of, that's kind of how you feel because it, it, especially if you're doing like a foundational belief, like I'm not good enough or something, it kind of feels like you're on shaky ground for a couple of days <laughs> because we've literally pulled that foundation out yeah. and we've put yeah. something new that's good, but your system's like, I don't know what's happening here. This is not normal. <laughs> and it feels kind of shaky and bit vulnerable. Nice, yeah. but shaky. <laughs> we've talked about, we've talked about this many times actually, haven't we? We've talked about, uh, unlearning everything, un- unlearning everything yeah, that we've been conditioned, conditioned with, mm. um, and unlearning that the, that karmic energy and releasing and releasing that past life energy and that ancestral energy and releasing that and 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 the layers of the onion. We 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 likened it yeah. a while ago to mm. the, to the layers of the onion and removing those oh, layers. Um, absolutely. So. 
And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna tie it into that to to your recent podcast on worthiness. What you've just been talking about your your uh-huh. your recent podcast on worthiness and being enough and and reprogramming, um, reprogram so reprogramming with those DNA, beliefs. Yeah, it? yeah. Genetic. And the thing is with those kind of, and I know patterns too, the thing is when you have that foundational kind of belief, there are so many like sub-beliefs, let's say, um, that it's just, it's shocking. And all the patterns and behaviors that come from that, that it truly is. Um, And I think, I, I think it was Romy that said, you know, the spiritual journey is the unlearning. It's not about... Um, it's not about taking on new things or it's about the unlearning and coming back to the truth of who you are because we are all good enough. We are all smart enough. Everything we need is within us. And we've just been taught that, you know, we need to look to everyone else for answers and that we're not, you know, we're not Mm -hmm. good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not this, we're not that. Um, and so it really is just coming back and learning all of that and coming back to that truth of just be- I am perfect as I am. Yeah, that yeah. truth of just being again. Definitely. Absolutely, yes. I mean, I'm finding with some of my clients that I'm having to advise them to connect to their inner child again and to to celebrate that joy and that sense of adventure that as we all, most of us do in adulthood, we forget about Uh, because life seems to take over. And so I'm finding I'm giving that advice to my clients. Are are you finding something of a similar nature with some of yours at all, Tara? Yes. And actually there is one of the fire essences that is just, I swear, comes up for 90% of people (sighs) and numerous times for people. I know I've dealt with it a lot, um, is baby blue eyes, which is coming back to that childlike innocence and trust. Yeah. Because... As children, we are, you know, we see the world with these bright eyes and we see the joy and we see that and we feel it and we experience it and our emotions flow through us, you know, like if you see children play, they're mad and they're happy and they're sad, you know, all within a span of five minutes. Mm -hmm. And they truly are our essence. And so, yeah, reconnecting to our inner child and doing inner child work is huge. Because I feel that I, I say that they hold our magic because they don't have those beliefs. They don't have those um, patterns that are ingrained. They don't have those judgments. They're just being. Being in the present being. moment, aren't they, really? They're just being happy inside, as you say, changing very quickly. Yeah, times. and there's no story about it. It's just like, just there. you know, I'm sad. Okay, I'm going to cry. And then, oh, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. And it's like, oh, good. And I mean, I think truly, if we could all live that way, what an amazing life we would have. What an amazing world we would have. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm finding personally for the past, I don't know, sort of 10 years, I make it part of my weekly ritual that I watch a lot of comedy um that doesn't contain any negativity you know that's very light-hearted comedy and i find that that keeps me buoyant throughout the week and it, it keeps my vibration up as well are you finding something of that nature with your clients that you're having to recommend that um i i go with their guidance so some things um i know for me i personally 
when I was doing some reconnecting with my inner child, wanted to roll down a hill. And so <laughs> Michelle, who does my podcast with yeah. me, because I didn't want to do it by myself because I thought I'd look crazy. But, um, <laughs> we went and rolled down a hill. And yeah, it was just so freeing and so fun. But I can honestly say an adult stomach is not like a child's stomach. <laughs> I was pretty dizzy and sick for the rest of the day. <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> but um, but those kind of things. And I know a lot of times, like I, I ask my clients, you know, because we do connect with our inner child and what does she want? And um, funny enough, I just kind of learned this too. And I had this with a client. Um, ice cream. Ooh. And lots of times we have judgments on that, you know, as adults, oh, too many calories or, you know, whatever <laughs> our programming comes in. And I've noticed that when I am craving things like ice cream, that that's my inner child. And mm-hmm. that's because I've been doing a lot of healing work. And so I honor that. And I tell my clients that um, if, you know, after the session, if you're craving something, that that's a part of you that's craving that or, you know, Maybe there's a memory tied to that or something. Mm -hmm. And so even that kind of programming kind of affects us as well and can kind of hinder our healing. And the one I did flower essences with that stopped the coughing, um, she said that she hasn't been able to eat ice cream because it upsets her stomach. Mm -hmm. And since our session, she's eaten it three or four times and nothing. So, (laughs) and I think it's because we had that conversation about you know, this, you've done some inner child healing work and that's what your child wants. And Mm -hmm. so she honored that. And so she's not having the judgments and just ate it openly and freely. And Mm -hmm. I, I want to say with that, I want to clarify with that, knowing the difference of when you're doing it to numb and knowing the difference of when you're doing it to heal makes a huge difference. Yeah. Mm. I think a little bit of what you fancy every now and again, doesn't do you any harm. It's when it's overdone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Said that to somebody I, I think week. it's <laughs> awareness and consciousness. If you're doing it from an aware and conscious place of I'm doing this because a part of me is craving this. Because um, even our bodies have that wisdom too. And there's a reason that maybe your body's craving that. Mm-hmm. Like I know for me, um, I crave a lot of sugar when I'm going through a lot of um, healing myself mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. energy work. And it's like my body yeah. needs that to keep itself up, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I've kind of worked through stuff, then it's like, meh, I don't really care. I don't want sugar. And I just know my body and knowing that. And again, that's what I do with clients is, again, the consciousness or awareness. Like if I'm doing it because if I'm not doing it consciously and aware that I'm eating sugar or I'm craving sugar because my body's wanting that um, compared to I just want more chocolate bars to kind of numb or stuff or overcompensate for something. Mm. Um, it's a very different energy behind it, for sure. Definitely. I had some ice cream yesterday with strawberries, actually. And I had you yeah. today, yeah. yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, I just thought, I fancy some ice cream, and that was it. I just had a couple of scoops and quite happy. That's it. Actually, yeah. do you know what I yeah. had last night? Angel Delight. They, oh, that's a childhood one, isn't oh, it? Yeah, Angel yeah. Delight. Marvellous. <laughs> oh, and know that might be tied to that full moon stuff because I know that there's a lot of releasing at that too. So yeah. I know I some inner child stuff came up for me too. And it's funny when you start paying attention how many times you're like, 
you just crave something like that because it's it's something from your childhood or you know something that like I said your inner child wants and so it's just easier to honor her or him um and give them that because that's what they're wanting rather than the whole self-judgment thing and programming about you know that's not healthy and it's not a good choice and all of that stuff yeah it's about accepting those inner child invitations isn't it um absolutely i tend to spend a lot of my free time in in the hills in derbyshire or in a forest so a lot of my inner child invitations are climbing trees climbing rocks um paddling in, in streams, mm. rolling down grass hills and all that sort of thing. Same oh, as you, Tara. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's kind of my inner child expressing himself, really. Yeah, I don't think I've ever grown up, to be honest. <laughs> there we go. I think no, I embrace no. mine all of the time. I try fun. and addle every now and again, but it's just not for me, to be honest. <laughs> well, This is a great conversation. <laughs> I'm the type of guy who celebrates his own flatulence and still laughs at it. So I suppose I'm living my inner child. Uh, I love it. That's great, though. And and all of those, I think, are beautiful. And, Mm. yeah, like, I I just think we are that childlike innocence and trust, like I said, from baby blue eyes, fire essence, is just something that I aspire to have, to have that awe and wonder at seeing the world um and just like how yeah you know like oh a butterfly oh a flower you know everything is just so awe-inspiring and miraculous and i i find that that that's fun and that is almost like a gratitude kind of feeling as well when you are noticing the miracles um and so jealous that you live by a forest i live in the prairies where i live so we have flat and very few trees. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. right. What part of where in Canada, is it, you are in Canada, aren't you, Tara? Yes. Right. Whereabouts in Canada? Oh, I know mean, it's, 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 it's massive, isn't it, Canada? But um, It is, yes. Mm. So I live in um, a province called Alberta, and it is the prairies, but we also have the Rockies. So my province is, flat in the south yeah. um so what you would see in fact if you've ever seen the movie dances with wolves it was filmed oh, yes yeah. um not where i live but in that area where it's like flat um and then if you drive about four hours north we have the beautiful rocky mountains which are amazing oh, yeah. um and we're right above montana like i live an hour from the united states border right above montana so right. we are the the, I don't know what's that called a big sky country in Montana so which is we do have that we have sunsets that you can see till there's just like the last little bit of the sun because it's so flat mm-hmm. um so we have gorgeous sunsets here yeah but my, yeah I would love more trees <laughs> uh, my partner's cousin she lives in uh she's just having a, a cabin built in Whis- Winskoka i think um she's just retired um in okay in um hamilton yeah ontario yes yeah so that's probably nowhere near you but um (laughs) (laughs) 
Nope, yeah. that is the other side of the country. Oh. Yeah, I thought it might be. We we do have plans yeah. to come across, but you might be probably too far to visit then, Tara. We are, yeah, Canada is very vast. Because I actually used to live in the UK with my husband. <gasps> and I think I looked oh. it up. So don't quote me on this. But I think all of the UK fits in my province. Oh, right. oh wow. gosh. <laughs> Where did you live? Where did you yeah, live across UK, here? Where did you live? Um, I lived in um, just outside of Swindon. Swindon. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I got to go to Avebury and I got to go to Stonehenge. Yeah. And I got to um, see the crop circles, which was all really exciting over yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Are, are we about, I think we're about three hours away from... About three and a half hours from, from the, sort of, yeah, that area. Yeah. Nice. We're a bit further yeah, north. Um, the UK is small, but it takes, like, I mean, my province, if I go to Calgary, which is the biggest centre, it's two and a half hours, no matter what, because it's so, like, our roads don't have traffic or very little traffic. Um they're double lanes, like it's just wide open. Besides the fact it's the prairies, and you can see things for miles. Right. Um, so travel is a lot easier here. Yeah. Than it is there. <laughs> Bigger roads. Yeah. Mm. So Tara, are you finding that you're having international clients as well? You know, with the birth of the internet now, um, coming through to you that way. Yes, I am. I. Um, have clients all over the world um, and I do a lot online and especially with kind of how the state of the world's been I've been doing a lot more online yeah. um, and I find it's just that there's really it's just as good as in person like even with the energy healing and stuff yeah um, especially because the flower essences you actually bring it in like you say the you repeat after me rather than me doing anything yeah. um so I love the fact that the internet's opened up because it helps like all of us to connect as well. And it's just because spirituality used to be something that was more so in the closet. It did. Yeah. Yes. I felt it was. Yes, yeah. definitely. And now I think there's a lot can, more people now awakening. Yeah. Oh, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And we can all connect now in a way that, that can strengthen it, which is gorgeous. Um, so I love being able to work with people from all around the world. And, um, but I do struggle with time zones. Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate your time. Yes. Oh, we do. Uh, yeah. But um, have you noticed any uh, similarities, you know, with your clients, um, with the, everything that's happened globally, are you finding like similar traits and issues that are rising to the surface with clients all over the world? Um, I feel, and I feel it's part of the awakening, is that there's a lot more people who are recognizing how unfulfilled they feel in life. Yeah. Which, I mean, becomes from our programming of, you know, get the, go to school, get the education, get the job, get the yeah. house, get the kids. Yeah. So they've done what I call like the checklist of life. Yeah. And now they're going, um, yeah, there's still something missing. And I can totally relate to that. Um, and I think a lot of people, because I think that pause that we had to take as the world, um, yeah. made everyone stop. And then now people are really starting to, um, recognize 
how they were just kind of on the rat race, I guess, or just you know, on the hamster wheel, yeah, doing everything that they've been taught they're supposed to do, but yeah. it really doesn't feel that fulfilling. No, it's made but everybody really slow down. Everyone's had to slow down and reflect on their lives and mm. what's going on. Yeah. Absolutely. In many ways, it's been a blessing in disguise uh, for many people. Um, but there's a lot of people, as I'm sure you'll agree, that are still, like you've said, are coming to terms with it slowly but surely. They're taking their power back and they're uh, take, taking that leap of faith forward and following their heart wisdom. Yep. And I think that that is so beautiful, but I can totally relate to um, there were so many times along my journey that I was like, nope, that's it. I'm throwing in the towel. This is too hard. I'm just going to go back to social work. I'm going back to what I know because I know it. And I mean, comfort is called our comfort zone is called a comfort zone for a reason. It's comfortable. And so it's scary to go outside of that. It's, um, it's embracing uncertainty, embracing the unknown and all of that is scary. And so, yeah, I, I completely get it. And I get that there's still lots that are like, they probably have the call, but are like, "Mm, nope, (laughs) that's scary which is okay. And they'll come when they're ready. Um, but it is, it is scary to step out of that comfort zone. Like I said, it's called a comfort zone for a reason. It is. And, um, apologies for this next bit there, Tara, but can I make you step outside of your comfort zone a little bit? Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> oh, what's going to happen here? I was going to ask, um, is there a way that you could, uh, prescribe? I think that probably the, be the best term, uh, a flower essence for mm. Phil, Julie, and myself, Glenn, as a collective, something that would benefit us. Ooh. I definitely can. Oh, so thank I you. will ask um, what's for the three of yours highest good, and we'll see what comes up for you. That is amazing. Every week on, yeah. on my social media, I do a collective. Um, I do a flower essence for the collective. So... Let me just give me a second. It's a lot that I have to go through, so it'll be quiet for a minute. Okay. No problem. Yeah. So it's coming up under release. Okay. Yeah. And that probably ties in with the full moon. Uh, Of course, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And we will see. So under release, just like I was talking about each of the soul issues, let's call it, um, has so under release there's probably about 20 different flower essences that will help with all areas of yeah so let's yeah. see what's going to come up for you guys for your highest good thank you thank you very much apologies to put you on the spot here Tara <laughs> no that's I've, okay I, I felt inspired I don't to do so <laughs> I've got another one in a minute as well for me personally I was oh, going to say okay. it earlier but I thought no I won't say it but I, I will shortly after this. it's my own it's my own fault because i i challenge is one of my values and when i'm challenged i'm like and why is this one of my values why do i like this <laughs> but i do <laughs> and i've actually just recently done some um human design work like looking at my chart so i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that no. but um Apparently, I have the gate of shock, and I'm like, well, that explains a lot in my life. Which so chart is this, Sally? shock or be shocked. Oh, so, okay. 
So, we'll so have... the fluorescence that came up. Okay. Let me just check. Thank you. Under release is chicory. So it mm-hmm. is releasing emotional neediness um, is what mm-hmm. it does is under specifically release. But what I'll do is I'll read the longer explanation. Yeah. Um, just okay. so you know what the fluorescence has to do. And so I'll say this from my own healing journey, as you guys are probably familiar with, our healing happens in a spiral. So it, there's always different layers of it, like your layers of an onion. Yep. Yeah. So, but this is what came up for you guys. So Thank you. Um, the positive qualities, so this is what it helps with, is selfless love given freely, respecting the freedom and individuality of others' emotional containment. The patterns of imbalance are possessive or manipulative behaviors disguised as love, demanding or emotionally needy, getting attention through negative behavior, self-centeredness. Chicory is a very important remedy for emotional congestion and misdirected love forces. Those in need of this essence must learn to distinguish between personal emotions and desires and genuine and personal love and caring for another. Otherwise, the individual becomes selfish rather than selfless manipulating the emotions of others for his or her own needs and desires. The energy which would ordinarily, ordinarily flow out from one's heart is thwarted so that emotions of self-pity, neediness, or even martyrdom, martyrdom are experienced. A guise of seemingly loving behavior is very often used as an inappropriate way of soliciting and manipulating the psychic energy and attention of others, particularly with children the chicory um, pattern manifests as negative attention, getting fussiness and tantrums, which pulls on other members of the family. Chicory flower essence nourishes the inner neediness of such souls and helps to rebalance and redirect psychic currents of energy, especially as they flow through the heart and solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's quite wow. a list, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, very insightful. And there's yeah. a few things in there that I can align with, definitely. Yeah, I try to make some notes at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can I I can send you a picture of the write-up too. So oh, thank um you. Yeah. I've had this come up for me lots before, and I think the way it's written, I think it's beautifully written, but I think sometimes when we talk about patterns and stuff, I've noticed for myself that sometimes that's my pattern. Like with my partner, I'll, you know, almost throw a tantrum when I don't get my way. And then it's like, Oh yeah, there it is. There's that emotional neediness. And so it can be, um, yeah, it can be really subtle and it can be a pattern that we've just learned because obviously I learned that in childhood to, you know, throw the silent treatment or, you know, be sarcastic to get my way. And so, yeah, but I'm glad it resonated with you guys. So to bring it in to, um, for you, and I don't know if you want to say it in your head, so you guys can all say it out loud together. Okay. You're just going to repeat after me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And do you guys align with the word emotional containment? Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to say three sentences. You're going to ask it to come in, then you're going to ask it to assist you, and then you're going to um, feel the energy come in. So you're just going to have to repeat after me. Okay. I asked for the flower essence of chicory. I asked for the flower essence of chicory. To enter my energy field. To to enter my energy field. Energy body. Energy body. And physical consciousness. And physical consciousness. With the help of the divine. 
with the help of the divine. I ask for the flower essence of chicory. I ask for the flower essence of chicory. To assist me with. To assist me with. Emotional containment. Emotional containment. I ask for the flower essence of chicory. I ask for the flower essence of chicory. To manifest. To manifest. To integrate. To integrate. And then all of you just take a minute and feel into your body. And if you can feel the energy anywhere, you might have felt it when you first started saying it. But it may feel like waves, tingles, hot, cold. Um, (laughs) Wherever you're feeling it, just put both hands if you can. And if you can't, like if it's in the middle of your back and you can't reach it, then put your hands on your temples and then say and stabilize and then just take a few breaths and feel the energy come in. And stabilize. Wow. What can I say, Tara? That is incredible. Yeah. Straight away. The the power of those words. I personally felt the tingles. I felt an opening in my heart chakra. uh, And just this acceptance, uh, like a soul acceptance. It it was beautiful. That 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 is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for that medicine. I really enjoyed that. In that first sentence, that went straight to my solar plexus. Um, and I feel it now. Awesome. I feel that now. And just that's... In, that, in that stomach area, it's solar plexus, sacral as well. Um, but it's just in there now. It feels... I can feel it in my hands straight away. I can feel it in my hands. Yeah, amazing. Beautiful. And I, I've never done it with three people at once. Wow. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, but that just goes to show, like, it, it's different for everyone. And everyone kind of has their own... You know, take even when I read it, I'm sure all three of you resonated with something a little bit different. Yeah, um, within that, and and like I said, they're just such they're so powerful and beautiful, um, and there's just such uh, understanding because I know lots of times, like I said, when I've been going on my journey, I'll be like, I know something's off. I just I don't feel right, and I won't know what it is. Then I'll go to the flower essences, and the words will be like. Like the one I can think was a big one was abandonment, which I've dealt with a lot to different layers of. And I totally didn't see it in that situation. I didn't mm-hmm. see it as abandonment. But as soon as I got that clarity and I brought the essence in, it was like there was just such a release and just such a, even for my mind to go, okay, now I understand it because I like to process stuff, you know, and it's like now, okay, I have a word for it. I know what's going on and I could see what mm-hmm. was kind of happening. Um, so it's just so beautiful and I'm glad you guys experienced it. And I love that you all experienced it in different ways. Yeah, I, I love the, the blending of it. You know, I'm still feeling the, the remnants of that energy now still tingling and permeating around my body. There. Yeah. Uh, but also I found okay. that the power of all three of us saying it, vocalizing those words after yourself there, um, in the room where we are in the studio, you know, you could physically feel that energy. Yeah, as well. Mm. So a tremendous Thank you. Um, gift from you there, Tara. Really yeah, appreciate yeah. your time. Oh. Fantastic experience. Well, I'm glad. Thank you. Um, I love it. And like I said, I love the fact 
that with clients, like saying the words and everything gets your mind into it too. Yeah. And it, it, it helps with that programming. It helps with that, those patterns. It helps with that kind of mind recognition and understanding of what's going on. Um, so I think, I just, I think they're beautiful. Thank you. Very quickly then, I suffer with allergies and hay fever. Um, would you be able to give me, a, not necessarily go through obviously the process again, but to be able to help me with something that could uh, help me manage my symptoms there? Because it obviously comes from somewhere as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I can hardly hear you there, Jude. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, I suffer with allergies, hay fever, um, really, really badly this time of year. Um, so is there anything you could suggest for me to, to look into, to be able to use? Thank you. So, yes. Um, there is three that will help you. Thank you. And if you want, um, I don't know if you want to do it here on on live or I can send them to you or we could do them, um, together. So it's completely up to you. Okay. I think we've only got a couple of minutes left. So, um, it, you know, you could send them to me, you know, to the, to the group, um, chat or, or whatever, yeah, or an email. That would be fantastic. You know, we would like, absolutely. You, Thank you. We would like you to use, um, one of the last minutes, Tara, to explain how people can find you, any links that you have and, um, how can people find you? Okay. So um, like you'd said at the introduction, I am TSW Life Coaching. So um, that's my my name, Tara Sugar Woodhouse. That was my married name. Um, so TSW, uh, which is Trust, Strength, and Wisdom. And I have a website. I am on all social media platforms. Um, I have a YouTube channel where I do the weekly flower essences for the collective. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, although I don't use that very often, um, and LinkedIn. And then, oh, well, yeah. That's a lot. So yeah. you get a hold of me on any yeah. of the social media. There was something else I was going to say. But, um, and you, if you go to my website, you can enter a draw for I do a monthly free flower essence reading. Um, and I've recently added oracle cards or been led to the universe led me to offering Oracle card readings. So I'm starting to do that too. Um, Fantastic. as well as like we are everything we talked about. So okay. lots of, okay. lots of tools that I have in my tool belt. And that's why the soul alignment sessions are so fun Fantastic. because I'm not restricted in well, anything fun. I do. So Fantastic. thank you very much, Tara. And we appreciate all your time and efforts. Thank Namaste. You. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe and share. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page. Until next time, 
Have a good time. All of the time.